so gracious to offer me to share with you this morning. Uh, a million things ran through my mind as to what I would share. But the one thing that kept coming back, even I had prepared this great and what I considered propound, propound. <laughs> good Lord, this morning, a profound message. And I was in this the bed and breakfast this morning, and uh, I got up around, you know, before the sun came up, and I went out on this, they, got, they have this wraparound, uh, I guess you call it a porch. It goes around the whole house. I don't know if I've ever been on anything like that. And so I, I, I was walking around it, and the Holy Spirit said, you know, What about the others? And I knew that to mean for you to consider others. We live in a society that's all about me, my, I. Very seldom do you hear people really, really get into the ideal of others not we not us but others and so this morning's in real brief what I'll share with you is from and I'm going to use two of the gospels and we'll just basically cross text those um and the first one is found in Luke 8.22. Luke 8.22, and it reads like this. Now it happened on a certain day that he got into a boat with his disciples and said to them, let us cross over to the other side. And they launched out. But as they sailed, he fell asleep, and a windstorm came down on the lake, and they were filling with water and were in jeopardy. And they came to him and woke him and said, Master, Master, we are perishing. Then he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water, and they ceased, and there was calm. Now that's the way Luke's gospel records that. And I love that. But if you go to Matthew 4 and 35, he tells the same story, but with a different emphasis. Matthew says it this way. On the same day when evening had come, he said to them, let us cross over to the other side. Now when they had left the multitude, they took him along in the boat as he was, and other little boats were also with him. Now you understand, every, I, when I got my little, the little um, agreement from the administration here, it says, it says um, when you share, when you teach or whatever, when you preach, 
make sure you don't assume that everyone is a biblical scholar and they know everything basically is what they were saying and you know the, the problem is I could never assume that anyway because I don't know a whole lot myself so I have to share, share with you what I have I'm not a scholar I'm not, and you know so I'm teaching from not only the heart but from my own understanding that the Holy Spirit has given me so nothing I could say this morning is going to go over your head Matter of fact, it's probably going to go under at some point, and you're going to go, um, you know, he's really simple. And I don't mind that. I don't mind that. So where I want to go with this is, it's simple. We talk about, in, in this particular passage, we share, can I use this mic? You know, I'm, I'm kind of like a, um, a roaring lion. It's, it's easy to, um, to talk about this particular passage of Scripture and to um, liken and discuss the matter of the storm and that God, Jesus himself, spoke and the wind and the waves obeyed him. It's easy to get into the authority of Jesus. You know, this man speaks and the very wind obeys him. This man speaks and... The, the waters and the waves and even the fish of the sea, they all obey him. They know his voice. It's easy to, to get into that particular part of it. But what we often miss is the other little boats. See, the thing is, I believe that part of this is to get you to understand that not only when Jesus speaks, not only is he speaking into your life, but he's speaking into other lives as a consequence of his blessing you. Did you get that? Did you get that? Now don't shut up on me now. I keep telling y'all. He's speaking, you know, when it's, think about it this way. We have all these great organizations in the world. And, and, and a lot of them, maybe most of them, do great good. But the problem is, the focus is on the organization. It's not on, say it with me, others. So what happens when you have a trial in your life, a storm in your life, a situation or a circumstance in your life, and God speaks peace into that circumstance? Well, you're not the only one that was affected. You're not the only one that was blessed. You're not the only one that was delivered. You're not the only one that was saved. It's those other little ships. But one of the uh, messages or one of the scriptures there's in 2 Kings 7.22, it talks about the lepers at the gate. It talks about the lepers who were sitting at the city gate starving. And there was a great famine but they were also there at a time of war. So, and they had been sent out or basically cast out of the city. So they couldn't go into the city, but to the front of them was this other army, this other military gathering. And so the city is for fear of their lives. Well, you know, if you, 
again, I won't assume that you know the story, but so I'll give it to you real quick. They, they basically go into this circumstance and they consider themselves, how long are we going to sit here and just die? Let's, if we sit here, we're going to die. Uh, if we go in, we could get killed. If we go out to where the encamping armies are, we could get killed. But they had to make a decision. So they went for it. And they went out into this camp. Now, what they didn't know was that the Holy Spirit was at work. So when they went into this camp, the enemy thought they heard armies coming at them. And so they fled. But when they fled, they, they fled. You know how, uh, how many black people we got in here? One, two, three. You know, now listen, four, five. Okay, now listen, here's a rule. This is, this is a rule. I don't know if you know it or not, but it's true for black people. I'm just telling you, give you a little education. If something went down in here right now and one black person started running, I, gar I guarantee you. <laughs> Did I say that right, brother? If you run, I'm running. We don't need no committee. We don't need no discussion. We don't need to, need to know what happened. We'll find out when we get to the other side of the problem. We will literally get there and go, what was we running for? But I will tell you, but I will tell you, that has saved me a many times. Because I've been in situations where you know, I grew up in the, in the ghetto, in the hood, the real ghetto, the real hood, not this thing you, oh, he, he lived in poverty, you know, and it was a nice house in a suburban community. I'm, I'm not no trust fund brother. I, I grew up real poor, and, and I was in gangs, and so I've been jumped in. And so I learned run first, ask questions later. And so these guys, this army, this entire army, hears what they suppose to be another army, another kingdom coming against them, and they ran. And when they ran, they didn't say, well, we need to take this, and I'll take this, and we'll grab this, and get Lisa over there and tell uh, Pookie and them to come on. They didn't do none of that, they ran. Pookie got to catch up later on. <laughs> and if Pookie didn't catch up, too bad, so sad, we getting up out of here. You feel me? So they ran and they left everything. So these lepers happen up on this camp that they've been starving. So they fall into this bounty and they, and they feast. They can't believe it. But what do they do? Now remember, they've been cast out of the city. But you know what they did? They thought of others. And they went and told the king, listen, this army that was coming against you, this army that was, you were so sorely afraid of that was going to take us out, they're gone. And they left everything. 
They left their gold, they left their silver, they left their food. We don't have to starve anymore. Now, if you read the story, and I, I, I hope you will, you'll find that the, there was a prophet who told them during this famine, during this starving, he said, this time tomorrow, things are going to change. And they didn't believe it. The king himself did not receive that word. But the prophet told him, this time tomorrow, things are going to change. Now, what am I talking about? Others. Here these lepers are. They could have gone out and let the rest of the kingdom suffer and let the rest of the kingdom to their own device because they weren't welcome in the kingdom. But what did they do? They went, now listen, they ate first. Yeah, they did their little do, and they probably put a little bit on the side. You know, it's, it happens. But the, the fact of the matter is they were concerned for others. And so as I, you know, I, I, as I wrap this up today, I challenge you, you know, you're going to college, and you're going to leave here obviously brighter, smarter, you know, with that um, piece of paper that says you are somebody. I hope you know you're somebody before you get the piece of paper, first of all. Secondly, I hope that when you get the piece of paper, it doesn't change who you are. But more importantly, I hope that when you leave here, your concern won't be for what you can do for yourself now that you've got this piece of paper. But when you leave here, your concern is how can I affect the world? How can I change the world? Other little ships, other boats, other lives, other people. I don't sing because it's just something I like to do. I don't sing because it's, you know, I've always, all my life, I just want to sing. No, I love what I do. I love singing. But you know what I love more than anything? With, I mean, it gets me up in the morning, literally gets me up in the morning when I'm super tired or I've gone through is the idea that something I'm going to sing or something I'm going to say is going to cause somebody's life to be changed on some level. And now listen, I may never see it. You understand that? You may never see what you do as someone who affects others. You may never see that. But it doesn't matter as long as you do it, as long as you bless others, it won't matter if you see it. You'll have the confidence in knowing that I did the right thing with my life. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. I'm gonna worship you forever. I'm gonna worship you. Saying I'm Forever, oh, I'm gonna worship forever and bless the Lord of my soul. Oh, my soul, worship. Yeah.